This episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. <laughs> nice little F-bomb there in the background. Get us started <laughs> off. I think we're just going to leave that one in. No edits. Yeah. World Hockey Report with Cody and Adam. Got the kid with me again this week. Coming to you at 12 Ounce Sports Radio, iTunes. Adam, say what's good. What's good? How's things shaking in Toontown? Oh, they're shaking, man. Not much to... Nothing groundbreaking here. Just living the dream, working. Being a good old Sasky boy, eh? Yeah, exactly. How did the ASHL playoffs go? Want to give the fans an update? Oh, shit. We, uh... We played a team with Colin on it. No excuses. He said he, said he wants to come on the pod. Who's We're that? up. I, uh, Colin, he's Canucks prospect. Well, Might have led the dub in points per game or close. Um, We were up 7-2 at half. And then we lost 13-12 or 11-10. We lost. We gave up like seven straight and lost. Are you playing a net or what? <laughs> no, I, I'm going to leave the goalie out of this one. I hope. I hope. I don't know who the tendy was. But if I do, I hope he was probably a little bit intoxicated. You 100% know who the tendy was. <laughs> I love it. I love it. How many bingos did you get? I had one. Let's go. Fire it up. One playoff bingo? Dude, that's like 10 regular season. That's what the I scouts know. say, at least. I know. I I probably should have. We should have done better. I was kind of happy we lost. We were exhausted. Oh, yeah, I get you. You know, that's that long summer season grind, eh? Rest yeah. up for the winter. The thing that really matters. Have you seen all that, the, the beauty league and stuff that's going on there in Minnesota? And the, like, did you watch any of that highlights and stuff? Because that's pretty fun summer league to watch. Like, dude, guys just rip it up there. A lot of pro guys and shit. Yeah, I saw Brock Bester like led the league or whatever, and he was MVP. Their jerseys are the the pen company Bic. They got like green and yellow Bic jerseys. Dude, I mean, six sponsors. It's a sick league. It's actually like kind of fun. I got to see a lot of the highlights after like I was YouTubing it during work, working hard, not a big deal. Uh, YouTubed a lot of it. There's also one in Chicago too. It's like their summer pro hockey league. A lot of like good NH. Well. Solid NHL guys. I mean, Patty Kane, not a big deal, right? A uh, couple other local Chicago boys. Same with Minnesota, that Debuty League. Pretty fun. Pretty cool. I wish there was uh, more stuff like it. it. You know, it really it kept their pace up. And I mean, you can see guys actually start to take it seriously. Like, you know, they're they're moving pretty fast with the puck. Because, you know, they're, they're getting close to the season. So, good to see them getting back in shape. Rather see them doing that than ripping up the ASHL. I heard SeatGeek hooked, uh, hooked you up with some rider tickets. Big CFL fans. Kind of not really, but uh, you getting out there in the, the sea of green. Yeah, that place was electric, man. How, I still haven't been there yet. I've. Uh, you're missing out. It was like they had uh, back-to-back time count penalties. And there's uh, like a crowd penalty noise counter. like Basically, like penalties the crowd probably caused like by being loud. And it's at like 12 or something like that so sick that's pretty funny <laughs> it's a cfl move at its finest doing anything else fun this summer here like you know you getting back out to the lake or are you just slaving away i'm just working and 
Gonna go to Humboldt tomorrow for their cup day with with Dahlgren and a couple other pro guys. I think we're all going in a vehicle together, so looking forward to that. It'll probably be pretty busy, but yeah, looking forward to that. Just a couple of NHLers as well, right? Maybe uh, just get a couple of interviews there, bank them up for the boys. A couple of day beers too, I'm sure. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time there. Good for the community. Get, uh, you know, see the cup. Stevenson, good Sasky boy. Bring it to Humboldt. He's not actually from Humboldt, right? He's a Saskatoon kid, eh? No, he's from Saskatoon and he's bringing it to Humboldt, but he like he actually got like a day with it in Saskatoon today. I think uh I think the NHL kind of stepped in and said that they're going to put on a big thing and I guess it was in Dauphin a couple days ago and then Saskatoon and now it'll just go to Humboldt, so it's it's close and everything. Speaking of uh Humboldt kids there, Dustin Tikarski you see him? He's uh he's gonna be uh getting another shot, I think. He's from Watson. Same thing, same area, same thing. That's true. I'll I'll give. I think he played in Humboldt though, didn't? Like he played some minor hockey there. Yeah, probably. That's probably where he would have went. Yeah. I'm sure, his mailbox was there. Don't have any of that in Watson. Give me a break. Still, guys, uh, back signed another contract, two way deal. So let's hope he gets a, a shot. Hank's getting old. I mean, I, I, I mean, Tkarski's obviously a good guy. I mean, good old Sasky kid went to goalie camp with him back in the day. Not a big deal. I may have been shooting pucks on him instead of him shooting pucks on me. So sometimes, I mean, just the the luck of the draw. He's in the show, and we're doing podcasts now. Great guy, though. I, I really hope he does get a shot. I'm not sure exactly what New York's got down the pipeline for attendees, but dude, I mean, Hank's old. Just cut him already. Get him out of there. Let's get Tukarski going. One more playoff run for him. Wasn't it Was it when he was in Montreal? Didn't they play New York? The Rangers? He let in that really bad goal where he was like on his Against knees. Against St. Louis. Really, he really shouldn't. Yeah, and he really shouldn't have been. And he went shell. He got shredded him. for like all summer. Yeah, that was a bad goal. Yikes. I mean, that's a tough way. One bad goal and basically called his NHL career right there. He's been doing some hopping around. I think he's uh, made stops. Philly, Anaheim. Yeah, with the Gulls. Sick. In in actual NHL news since our last podcast, I don't, no offense to, to Karski, but I don't think anybody cares. Um, our last podcast. I was going to mention the Kirby Reichel and Shin Carrick trade because it seemed like everyone cared about that. What we, uh, well, we'll, we'll go I think back. we were the one that broke it. We'll go back earlier. You know, a lot of podcasts aren't really running right now, but we can kind of talk about the extensions. First one, Christian Dvorak uh, signs a long extension with the Coyotes. Are you a, are you a fan of that though? Like guys signing contracts and like not really betting on themselves. Like he just signed six years. I'm trying to figure out the number, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's weird how guys don't just take like a one year deal and then bet on themselves to get more money. Like he's still getting like, 20 mil or whatever, but still. Term. Term, term, term. You never know when you're going to blow out that ACL. That's, uh, I think that's one thing all my buddies that, you know, kind of at that level, all they say is like, you know what? Whenever you can get those, like, I mean, anything over two, three years, take it. Take it. I mean, pro athletics, pro hockey, you never know when shit can go down the drain. If you've got that term, at least you know you're going to be getting bought out or something like, you know, or even if you suck, I mean, all of a sudden you just lose your hands. 
Maybe you start hitting the golf course more than the gym. You got that term, whatever. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, for him, the deal is 26 million. So it's like 4.45 and, you know, back to back over 30 point years is, is pretty good for him, especially, you know, coming from London where he had 121 and 59 games, but good deal for him. I think good deal for both sides where it just kind of works out. Probably made more money in London though, eh? Oh, uh, probably. Oh, eh, yeah. Oh, shit. How much? We haven't talked about Brady Kachuk yet. We had to bring that up. Dude, if he ends up in London, don't tell me that's not rigged. That's got to be. There's no way a kid like that leaves a sick school like BU just to go play in London for fun. I don't see it. I don't buy it. Definitely has to be something sliding under the table. Yeah, there's something there. Um, it's kind of weird how London just seems to get all those guys who have no business being in London. But yeah, we'll get to him in a sec. Next one, Dylan Larkin, five years, $30.5 million with the Detroit Red Wings. Sick deal. Kid's nasty. Kid's going to be a stud. I mean, from everything I've seen, read, heard, whatever, I hear he's a good kid, like a good leader too and stuff. I mean, on ice, off ice. Seems like a beauty guy that you want on your team too. I think that's a good deal too. I mean, not a bad cap hit at all. You got some term on him. You're going to give him that time to prove himself. And you've also got him locked up. So, I mean, you know, you got your future there kind of cored in. Yeah. And I think like he's not the ideal number one center. I think you'd like somebody who had more than 56 goals in his, his career so far in 240 games. But, you know, for a guy that... Shit for a team. guy that fast and for the league with where it's going, he was only a minus nine on a bad Red Wings team. You know, I think, and he's probably their next captain. Like they don't really have anybody else knocking on the door. And they got some prospects like Rasmussen, Zadina, all those guys. Like, and then Valeno too, I guess. So help is on the way. Like, yeah. Isn't Larkin like stupid fast? Yeah. He like set the, he set the record at the all-star game and then McDavid didn't get it, but Larkin got a running start from the blue line where McDavid was standstill, and I think he tied him. Oh, my goodness. Cry me a river. I don't want to hear about that. Oh, McDavid should have got a running start. Give me a break. I heard Larkin's pretty stupid fast, though. Uh, hit me else. What else What else did I uh, miss? Uh, a couple entry-level deals. Um, Noah Dobson with the Islanders, so they kind of got a steal there with... Him and Wallstrom at 11-12, obviously Dobson will be back in junior this year. He won the Mem Cup last year, so I'm guessing Acadie Bathurst won't be too good, so he'll probably be traded. He'll be on the world junior team and be power play quarterback. So there's him, and then there's Brady Kachuk, who we just mentioned. He signs a contract, which basically means he gets forty grand or his signing bonus to leave school. So he's not going back to BU. Um, there's talk he might go to London. Uh, he, he's good enough to play in the Senate, on the Senators, but why would they do that to a kid they just drafted fourth overall and just throw him into the fire? So, yeah, I'm thinking London. Did they rush Curtis Lazar in? I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't remember back that far, I guess. Um... But there is then there's like the lockout shortened year. So he... Uh, he like went and was a captain of the 
the world junior team in Ottawa. But yeah, he, I got you. He's he's nothing special. But yeah, I I really don't think they should rush uh rush Kachuk, especially everything that's going on and you'll have a pissed off Eric Carlson at camp at this rate. So yeah. How about that Oilers D man that they drafted, Bouchard? Is he signed yet? Or you think he'll yeah, sign? He's signed. Solid. Looks like he's gonna be a pretty good defenseman for him. I think so. He looks like he's thirty five, so that's you never want eighteen year olds you draft to look like they're thirty five just because you're like, Well, how's he gonna grow if he's already out of a has a thirty five year old body? But they said he was the smartest player in the draft and he had like ninety points in London last year. So I think the plan for him is either because Sakura got hurt and the others have needed a power play quarterback for t- since Chris Pronger left, so like 13 years. And their top D-man had 23 points last year, which is actually an embarrassment. So I think he'll be given a chance. Um, it's kind of between him and Ethan Bear for that 5-6 role that's going to quarterback the power play, I think, because... Hopefully they realize Clefbaum's not that guy. Okay. First off, an actual embarrassment is who said that Bouchard was the smartest kid in the draft? Have they not heard of Rasmus Dillon? Like, I mean, you got to be on some special well, crack to think that. Uh, Dillon is nasty. You got to give him all the credit. Dude, kid's going to be a stud. Well, obviously. You can't tell me Bouchard's going to hold a candle to this kid's career. I'll tell you for free, it's not happening. Not a chance. Not a chance. Uh, cutting you back a little bit, though, the Carlson, the, the trade talk's starting to heat up a little bit. I know uh, I'm sure you got a little bit excited hearing that the Vancouver Canucks were in on that. Doesn't make any sense. Sounds like Carlson's looking at... Still, hear me out. Sounds like Carlson's looking towards the West or Ottawa's looking to ship him towards the West. I know he'd love an American market, but... Knowing Ottawa, they're probably going to trade him somewhere where, I mean, he's unhappy because, they're, I mean, they're, that's just an Ottawa move. So I could see Vancouver. I know you were like, oh, well, I mean, why would they give up the assets for him? It's Eric Carlson. I mean, if you got that chance, it's hard to turn it down. Yeah, I think, well, he's going to get traded. It's just that why would Vancouver do that with all they have? Like, I think... Like you'll levy, like would they give up like Horvat or Bester? Like I doubt it. That'd be really stupid if they did. Um, but yeah, Carlson. I can't see them. Yeah, I don't know. It it doesn't really make sense for them. I think. But the last time Ottawa tried trading a guy out west, he ended up in their same division. Like when they traded Mike Hoffman to San Jose, and then Hoffman got dealt to Florida. But <laughs> there's only four divisions. I mean, you can't be too picky with where where you're trading them, like trade them next door. If you think you're going to get the best package. Would the, would the Oilers trade McDavid to the flames? If they thought they were going to get the best package, very questionable. I would still be skeptical about where you move them. You got to try the West. So, I mean, that Hoffman situation doesn't end up if San Jose's GM, whoever it was just played everyone like a fiddle. Doug Wilson just freaking ran the tables on Hoffman. I wonder how that case is shaken up. Haven't heard too much there. Uh, the Hoffman versus Carlson battle or girlfriend wife battle. Haven't heard much about it. Yeah. Who knows where he is now, but 
I think we'll we'll be getting into it soon enough here. I think camps start the 12th through the 13th of September. Um, going through the list, though, Ryan Ellis, eight years, 50 million extension. Everyone still probably thinks he played World Juniors because he played there for three years. Oh, yeah, that's a steal of a deal. Man, that's a top-end D-man on any team. And I don't know how Nashville does it. I mean, they obviously have a team that just wants to win. They're fine without getting paid $8 million, $9 million, where they should be. Dude, they're taking some pay cuts, and they're just going to try make a run. I mean, yeah, cause- that just shows how tight that core is, how tight that group is. And yet again, I mean, no state tax or whatever the hell that is helps. Yeah, because he was going to get, what, $9 million on the open market? Like, you go there, it's the top D, man. You're getting probably $9 million. I could see, yeah, I mean, eight, nine million, not out of the question at all. And he all. had 100 points when you're in junior as a D-man, which is a sick joke. But yeah, you know, he's just been consistent, like 35, 40 points, kind of half point per game. And like when they went to the cup a couple of years ago, people were saying he was probably their best player. So that says a lot. He missed a bit of this year, though, with an injury. Still had 32 points in 44 games, which doesn't suck, so... Yeah, steal of a deal, and Nashville just keep does it or keeps doing it. My bad, can't talk. <laughs> Good yeah, next it one. Works. This isn't even really a thing. I just wanted to um to say this just because it's a bad look for the Oilers. Uh, Mark Letestu couldn't even get an actual contract. Oh, uh, Mark Letestu uh, could not get an NHL contract. That's the guy who's running the half wall on the league's worst power play, but has the, on the team that has the league's best player. He can't get a contract in the middle of the summer after going to the playoffs. So it's going to the Florida Panthers on a PTO. Uh, best luck to him. Have fun in the Florida sun. Yeah, that's a rough look. I mean, on any franchise, that's like, hey, yeah, sure. Our power play one wasn't too bad. And uh, our free agent off that is going to get a PTO in Florida. The Florida Panthers people. I well, mean, sick place. Good Barkov, young team. Second best player. No, he was not. He was, he was not their first. Second best player. Get off your high horse. It's just Barkov. I mean, it's it's Florida. I mean, come on. If, if Letestu is like, hey, I want to go to a good hockey team. Florida's not going to be his first pick. Sure, they may be good down the road. You still got a few years. They got I mean, Bjorks Florida's still got... Dude, who's going to backstop him? I mean, goaltending? Luongo? Luongo and James. No. No. No, Reimer's not doing it for him. Maybe that Finnish kid. What's his name? He's going to be good, though. Their third tendy. Hapala? Pumped his tires all winter. Now I forget was about it. Hapala? Hatteri? No, it was Harry Sateri. Yeah, there you go. Sick name, too. One of the best names in hockey. He's going to be a nasty goaltender. I still... I mean, just give him, give him time. Just three, four years. Then they'll be good. Let Barkov continue to develop. Let's not pump his tires every other day on social media. He'll come around. All right. Anyways, um, yeah, brutal luck on the Oilers. I mean, dumpster fire. A bunch of a bunch of random funny signings here. Well, Andre Kasha, three year extension. He actually turned out to be kind of good after he was pretty much in the minors his whole career. He just kind of had a epiphany last year and did good for the Ducks. He had really good possession numbers, which 
means a thing to some people, but not to us on here. Um, then three funny deals are just funny names to hear. Paul Postma, KHL deal with uh, AK Bars Kazan. <laughs> Former Swift Current Broncos. Tommy Wingles, who's played on about nine NHL teams by now. Uh, he signed with Genevieve Servette. And same Six same with, with Lance Boma. He also signed with the same team, so good for them for being teammates. And then Christopher Stee, KHL deal with Omsk of the KHL. I still thought... Didn't he back out of that one? No, it says he signed it. Oh, I saw, I saw something like he, he like signed and then he decided he wasn't going to go or something. I think I think he's a guy who just wants wants guaranteed money and not to go on a PTO. Uh, I could have seen him went going back to Calgary, but he had Bill Peters in Carolina, and I don't think that they that was a great fit. Anyways, um, speaking of the Oilers, Scotty Upshaw was invited to training camp. I personally like the move because he's a good depth guy and. He's probably an upgrade over whatever AHL scrub was going to make this team, and he can penalty kill and good locker room guy from Fort Mac. So Scotty Upshaw probably is going to get one year, seven hundred, eight hundred thousand, whatever. So we talked about Tukarski. Uh, well, the Oilers again, Jakob Yerbeck, one year free agent contract. Which, I mean, he's a fine depth guy. Like he plate he has a cup ring so congrats to him got got some experience so and you know what they said he has upside so whatever we're done with the oilers i think i think the thing about bringing in a european skilled d-man he's gonna have that offensive depth that you usually wouldn't get from like a third pairing d-man could help him out could hurt him also i mean i, I haven't really watched too much of him play i mean no kidding, he was a healthy scratch for half the playoffs, probably more. Still, the guy's got a ring. He's been in a winning culture. He's seen how the guys do it. If he can bring any of that to Edmonton, he's going to help him. Hopefully he's better than Anton Belov. The Oilers signed him a Euro D-man. He was supposed to like run the power play, and he just sucked. But um, no, he, this guy was a Russian D-man. He was terrible. Um, but yeah, I'm... Done talking about the Oilers' fifth line and ninth and tenth D-men. So then that's pretty much does it. I mean, you said the Hunter Shankara, Kirby Reichel trade, which Kirby Reichel's been on four teams now, I think. Columbus, Montreal, Toronto, and now Calgary. They were traded for each other's RFAs and then both signed deals. So I had a couple of first-round busts right there, which kind of sucks for them, but yeah. And then Michael Hanzu's retired. Good career, though, for him. I mean, he's probably... How many seasons did he play? I'm going to have to search that up. He played a lot of seasons and won a cup, too. And he was so ugly. But, oh, he carved out a nice career for himself. He played a 1,000 games. Really? He hit the 1,000 game mark. 1,009, 482 points. Damn, that's a good career. Good for you. (laughs) That's pretty impressive. Made a few sheets, I'm sure. Played in played in good cities too: St. Louis, Phoenix, Philly, Chicago, L.A., San Jose. Doesn't suck. I couldn't imagine moving that much though. Like that's a lot of cities. I mean, obviously, if you're making sick dough, it's gonna be fine. But it seems like a lot of moving. Yeah. Still, yeah, he did play in some pretty that's cool pretty... cities though. Yeah, good for him. Shout out to Michael Hansus. 
We haven't got your thoughts on the the Kessler Johansson, the Twitter chirps there. I still think Kessler's a piece of shit. Some people say he's a good guy. I don't know. I haven't met him in person, so I can't really say that. But seems a little bit scummy. Seems like a little bit of a crybaby. But also, I mean, he may just been like had a few drinks in him. A couple of wobbly pops. Got on the Twitter. And he was just like, alrighty, I'm going to send this one right now. And then Johansson fires back with a pretty mediocre tweet. I think, uh, well, I hate Kessler, obviously. Like, I think everyone does. But Johansson needs to grow up, too. Like, he told... Last year when Kessler was slashing him a little bit in the playoffs, he was like, man, I can't believe that guy's own fa- like own family even likes him. Like, I don't even know how they do it. Like, man, grow up. It's a game of hockey. Like, his family's not going to hate them because they're slashing a guy that they're never going to meet. Like, Jesus. Seems like a, a little bit of an interesting rivalry they got going on. Um, NHL news up to date, though. Sean Couture ended up, like, busting up his MCL. Same when he hurt last year in playoffs. Played on it too, though. But now he's going to be out for a little while. Um, and was thick on a hat for a hat trick. Yeah, he did. I mean, guy's a machine. Uh, what the hell is that Oilers D man? There's it. Sekra blows out his ACL. Nice little start to your season. Six months. See ya. That's kind of shitty. Uh, I guess you're an Oilers fan. I want to hear your thoughts on that one because that's a pretty big blow to their defense and we haven't even played game one uh i'm not happy about it but at the same time we signed him because our d was absolutely atrocious at the time so we like overpaid him like six years like five and a half million i remember he was traded from carolina to la didn't do shit in la they didn't even make the playoffs signed with edmonton and he's fine but oh my gosh like Oilers drinking game, take a shot every time Andre Sekera shoots into a pair of shin pads and you'll be absolutely bombed because every time, like they always put him on the power play and then he'll fire it into shin pads, breakaways the other way. Like he blocks shots and I think he's, he's pretty good in the locker room. Like obviously I'm not in the locker room, but yeah, he's just, it's just so frustrating to watch him because they always put him on the power play and he's never really making any plays. He's just, He's honestly put on the power play to get pucks to the net, and he barely even does that. So it probably sucks on, on the defensive side, but there's worse people we could have lost. Did you see the Devil's new sweaters? Those are pretty sharp. I mean, they went a little bit old school, and it kind of reminds me of when Marty was there, like at the beginning, like that the green and red and white, like Christmas colors. I think those are sexy, great jerseys. I'd love to wear those. Those are, I think most teams are doing like the throwback, like Arizona did. Apparently Edmonton's going back to their Royals for a throwback. Anaheim did, and theirs are unreal. And then, yeah, New Jersey too. We can, you want to touch on this a little bit? I, I don't know if it's your cup of tea, but I was sending out a couple of tweets about it. Uh, NHL 19 player ratings are starting to come out. I was going to ask you about that because, I, I mean, I don't play ch- chell. Like, I haven't – I played probably a couple of years ago. I kicked some kid's ass. I haven't played in, like, four years. And so just randomly grabbed a controller and dummied a kid naturally, just being a beauty. I haven't – I don't own a gaming station or I don't know what the newest Xbox is now. They're probably on, like, Xbox 4. But I still – I just – I don't know. I mean, I haven't paid attention to it at all. But, yeah, I saw you went on a couple of rips there. 
Uh, who are you ripping? Matt Murphy. Matt Murray. Who else? Who else were you well, giving Matt it to? Murray. Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Really on the Penguins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else well, were you I, giving I, it to? Okay, here I'll I'll list them off. I'll I'll just list them all off. There's only thirty out so far. Jonathan Taves, eighty-seven. That's way too high. Debatable. Freddie Anderson, eighty-eight. Uh, that's pretty reasonable. Honestly, it could even be higher. He's a stud. Remmers round one against Boston. Yeah, yeah. Try telling me he's an eighty-eight. Ron Hainsey, eighty-five at best. Uh, Matt Murray, eighty-eight. His save percentage this year was nine oh seven. Uh, Pecorine, eighty-eight. Even though he won the Vesna, which was kind of weird, he should be higher. Vashlevsky, eighty-eight. Even though he was like top two for Vesna. Those guys seem like they should be like ninety to ninety-two. Yeah, exactly. And then like. Ryan Suter, 88, whatever. Jakub Voracek, 88. That's pretty accurate. Ryan Getzlaff, 88. He probably will go down to a 68 next year with how old that guy is. Good Sasky guy. Go. Oh. Regina. Nick Backstrom, John Carlson, 88, which is is fine. They just toss 88s out to everyone or what? You got a crush on Eric Lindros? Barkov, 88, which is 11 ratings too low. Um, Why am I not surprised? P.K. Subban, 88, even though he's on the cover, which is, they said it was like the lowest ever for a cover guy. If you say one more 88, I'm going to lose my damn mind. There's, here, I'll just list list them. Uh, Subban, Yossi, Ekman, Larson, Panarin, Marshan. Marshan should be way higher than that. Jeez. How is Marshan? Dubnik, somehow Dubnik and Quick are 89, so that means they're better, they're better rated than Pecorina and Vasilevsky. And Freddie Anderson. So that, like, how is Dubnik better rated than those guys? Know the right people. Know uh, who's making EA Sports nowadays or making the games there. It's in Vancouver. Do you think they'll ever come out with a NHL like 2K again? I hope not. Do they make? They still make 2K. They still make 2K like football and basketball, right? Yeah, 2K basketball sick. Does like, EA yeah, Sports like, make that or like no, or who EA makes 2K? Sports makes football, but 2K basketball is like what all like the NBA players play. Oh, losers. Bring back yeah. NCAA football, then I'll thinking about get then I'll think about getting a new Xbox or PlayStation. Oh, I'm with you on that one. Okay. Uh so Dubnik quick Kuznetsov 89. Eh, it could be a little higher. Uh Petrangelo 89, that's pretty accurate. He's a stud. Um, Mark Shifley, 89, could probably be higher because he's a stud. Phil Kessel, 89, which is way too high. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, how is Phil Kessel the same rating as Brent Burns, Blake Wheeler, and Mark Shifley? They must have his shot, like, 99s all decked out, cu- player customizer. 94, it says. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, Impressive for a guy with, what, one playoff goal last year? Yeah, with how many even strength goals last year? Five and 25 on the power play, probably. Blake Wheeler, 89. Burns, 89. Those are accurate-ish. Austin Matthews, 89, because he plays in Toronto. Just kidding. He's pretty good. Uh, Patrick Line, 89. Shots a 95. Mm, If there's one guy with a one-timer, it's 100. I mean, it's got to be like Line and Ovechkin up there. Like Those two... Bombs, accurate, everything you're looking for in an NHL like Xbox player. Yeah. Claude Giroux 89, which is pretty One good. He had, a, he had a sick year last year, actually. 
he had 102 points, which is kind of unheard of for, or he's, he had a quiet 102 points. Uh, Tuka Rask, 90, which, yeah, two ratings better than the Vezin Trophy winner, sure. <laughs> Makes sense. thought you said it was in Vancouver, not Boston. I know. Well, yeah, well, why would Vancouver people rate Boston people high after that cup they had? They felt bad because they rioted after they lost in the cup finals. Maybe, yeah. Well, we'll stay away from that that talk. We don't need Isha coming at us. Oh, the kid Isha. Man. VI Sports Talk, get at us. Thanks to everyone who follows us on Twitter, of course. At World Hockey Report, blogs up online, worldhockeyreport.com. Adam, you uh, you, you staying in shape this summer? Yeah, sagging and better than 90, by the way. But yeah, I kind of am staying in shape. That's it for ratings. I heard you might be getting a beer gut. I heard. Rumor has it. Ah, uh, maybe. Not not enough ASHL ice time. Got to talk to your coach. Someone's got to talk to Dahlgren about that. But you know what? If you want to get some energy, we know where to hell We know where to hook you up. New energy. Great new proven, proven energy. Comes in chewable tablets. They taste great. Powered by blueberries, antioxidants. There's no caffeine crash, no jitters, none of that junk you get from Red Bull. You don't have to stop at Tim Hortons every morning. I know you love to do that. I mean, no five-hour energies before your game. New energy, it's just good, clean energy. Easy to use, easy to carry with you, simple to take. You just pop in a couple of tablets, crunch them up. They taste great. They're they're blueberry-flavored, grape-flavored, whatever you want to call them. Unreal. It tastes like candy. You got to go try them out. Go on their website getnewenergy.com that's getneuenergy.com you can also find the link on our website worldhonkyreport.com go check it out couple of blogs up there we'll be doing more of course as the hockey season gets underway don't sleep on us hey we're just taking a little bit of a break a little bit of a slow time we're going to be pumping them back up more college hockey stuff Uh, I know Adam and we're going to be talking some dub to wrap up this episode. Yeah, and if you want to... Adam's going to be blogging about the dub this winter. I know that. And we're going to get some, uh, maybe even some power rankings. I don't know. Go toss him a like on tw- or a follow on Twitter if you want Adam to start whipping up some dub power rankings. Adam's weekly ranking of power in the Western Hockey League. I could get on with that. But, I mean, let us know. You can follow us on Twitter, of course, at World Hockey RPT. Hit us up. Yeah, and if you want to see any of the guys who I just uh, gave ratings to and not a looks rating, a video game rating, you can check out SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an app that takes all the confusion out of buying tickets online. Their tickets are given a grade based on value. Tickets are on a 1 to 10 score, so you know if you're getting a good or bad deal. Uh, you can view from the seat, so it lets you know where you're sitting at and not at that old Rutherford rink where you're going to be sitting behind a pole. But yeah, you can view from the seats on SeatGeek. Click on the promo tab on the app and use our code WORLDHockeyReport, all caps, no spaces. That's WORLDHockeyReport, all caps, no spaces. And you can get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Yo, shout out to everyone who's uh, using that promo code over summer. I mean, got to shout out the 12-ounce sports boys as well because they're hooking us up. Uh, you go on their website, 120zsportsradio.com. You can find all those events near you, whether that's concert, sporting event. 
don't know, whatever's going on. Like there's there's baseball, there's football, NFL starting up, CFL. Bunch of big concerts rolling through. I mean, you want to be hitting up those events. You want to be getting 20 bucks off your purchase. I mean, World Hockey Reports are here for you. We get you covered. 20 bucks off. First purchase. Adam, let's break down some WHL and, uh, before we wrap this thing up. Let's do it. Um, yeah, I guess their training camps open up. Some of them open up today, actually. So they're going on right now. Um, a couple teams. We'll start in the East Division, which is, I guess, our our backyard division. So my thoughts on the East Division. Um, Moose Jaw loses over 300 points out of their lineup. Their top three, there's three 20-year-olds on their team who had... 129 points, 113 points, and 80 points. So they lose all that because all those guys are 20. They lose their goalie, who's out for the year with hip surgery. So they're not going to be... They still have a couple guys, Jet Wu, Vancouver prospect, Josh Brook, Montreal prospect, but I'm not sold on them. Uh, Swift Current, they're going to be very bad. They lost like basically everyone. Uh, Regina, they're going to be very bad. They lost basically everyone, and... Also the best player in the league, Sam Steele. Um, then you look at the three bottom teams in the division. Uh, Brandon should be better. They sold off of the deadline. So they got a couple of good guys from Moose on the Kale Clegg deal. And then a couple of draft picks from Victoria in the Tanner Kaspik deal. So they should be good. PA should be good. Um, still not really sold on Ian Scott, but... Still got Cole Fonstead. That might be a bit of a homer pick, but he did live with with me this summer for a bit. So they got him. And then the Blades. Um, they got a top five pick in next year's draft, Kirby Dock. And then Floor Chuck was drafted this year. They got a Euro coming in who was drafted also. So I think the bottom three teams last year will probably be the top three teams this year. Bold move. What do you think of the, the, the Central then? I mean, with... Uh... Some of those teams, like I mean, do you think Calgary? I, I, I mean, Edmonton's got some of those young guys. They just can't figure it out. I mean, I, I don't consider them a legitimate team. Like Lethbridge, I think they did all right at the deadline. Like you know, they sold off some of their stuff. If they get Stuart Skinner back, or no, not Skinner. Um, oh, they they had that. Uh, what the hell's his name? Liddell that righty last year. So I guess they're kind of yeah. Kind that's of a, I was looking at that. They're but. They're screwed in net, but they probably have like two top five players in the league in Bellreve and Cozen. So I think they're probably my pick in the central. Like last year, the top team in the central, we've talked about this, but top team in the central would have finished fifth in the East Division behind Moose Jaw, Swift, Regina, and Brandon. So that's a little confusing. What's Med Hat and Red Deer gonna look like? I don't know. I think Med Hat's that team that's just always kind of there, in my opinion. Like they're never, they're never good <laughs> enough to win, but they're never bad enough to lose. So they're just always there. Uh, Red Deer wasn't very good last year, so I think they'll be better. They didn't really lose a whole lot. They still have Alexeyev on the back end, first round pick. But yeah, I think left. Big question: Will Kootenay average over more than fifteen hundred fans a game in Nanaimo or Winnipeg? Or just kidding. Maybe. Well, I I hope so. But like, but even when they went to like the Mem Cup, and Cody Eakin was on their team, they weren't getting a ton of people. 
Dude, it's in Cranbrook. If you ever been to Cranbrook, you'll know it's probably not the best place to have um and they've got a nice stadium, like a nice ass stadium, brand new, massive, like stupid, stupid nice for what they need. I mean, they should be playing out of the Art Hauser Center. Actually, no, no one should be playing out of that rink. That place is horrible. They gotta gotta burn that down soon. That rink looks so promising as you're driving up to it, you're like it is the biggest 10-mile fake you'll ever see. Yeah, the outside's really nice, but the inside's horrible. It's gross. That's where I played my first midget trips game. Actually, no, I backed up my first in Regina when I was in Bantam. My first actual like start was in good old PA, the safest town in Saskatchewan. Nope. Um. Yeah, but for the Central, uh, it's kind of a crapshoot. Like Kootenai, Calgary, Edmonton, Red Deer... They're all kind of there, but you don't really know. So it depends. It depends who uh, who they get. But Edmonton can't be much worse than they were. Same with Calgary. Um, we'll go to the... I think your Lethbridge pick is pretty safe because aren't they going to be hosting the Mem Cup no, in like three years or two years? There was Camus, Kelowna, Victoria. Camus, Kelowna, Victoria. I don't know which one of those teams got it though. I thought I seen something on the Twitter world that it was like Lethbridge got like a quarter or three quarters of a million dollars from council because they're going to be hosting the Mem Cup. So maybe that's speculation. I'm not sure. But if that's going to be the case, maybe Lethbridge goes for it this year so that in the next couple of years, they can just go through rebuild anyways before the Mem Cup. There's four teams bidding. So Kamloops, Kelowna, Lethbridge, and I think Victoria. So we're we're all right. Okay, it's going to Lethbridge. Not a big deal. Cody's calling it right now. Mark your calendars, kids. Probably probably Kelowna. People just like being in Kelowna. Pretty sick place. Not gonna lie. Uh West Division. Let's talk about them. Uh, or West BC. I don't know what the BC. West. I mean BC. BC. I mean. BC. Kelowna. Not good. The Kelowna Rockets will be bad this year. Like they always find a way to be good, but. They lose Colin. They lose Dylan Dubé. Um, Cal Foote's not 20. I guess he's still there. Nolan Foote's still there. Uh, they don't really have a goalie. And they lose Cole, Dubé, and Torinsky, and that's three, their top three guys. So they won't be good. I think Victoria's still there, depending on if Matthew Phillips comes back. Uh, Vancouver should be good enough, but they lose 60 goals from Ty Ronning and, like, 40 points from Tyler Benson in the 40 games he usually seems to play. Um, Prince George and Kamloops will be better. Like Kamloops sold off uh, Pelon last year, and then Prince George didn't really do anything, but they should be better. My pick in that division is Victoria, though. Yeah, I was going to say Vancouver and Victoria are pretty uh, safe there to top around. I still don't think they're American quality, though. Like, I mean, those American teams, isn't Portland going to be pretty nasty this coming year? I don't know, because Cody Glass won't be there, and neither will uh, Bellows. So that's that's your two best guys. Yeah, two guys that are pretty hard to replace. I don't think there's uh, any arguing there. I don't really know. I don't know too much about, you know, Everett and Seattle's young guys. But they always seem to be bringing in some solid players, so it's hard to count them out. The American division is just always... Of recent, like it seems like they've been way more competitive past 10 years, past five years. 
they've usually been bringing on some pretty serious threats. So hard to count them out. I mean, the American talent's there. Good markets to play in. Guys seem to want to play down there. It's fun. I bet you it's a blast playing in the Moto Center for Portland or even Tri-City, Spokane. Good atmosphere. I mean, if you're going to be picking Prince Albert, Saskatchewan or Portland, I think you know where. I mean, some of those free agents are going to choose. Yeah, and Portland is kind of the London of the West, and Seth Jones might have had some sort of incentive to play there. Kevin, okay, I've got a crazy story. Won't be dropping names. We'll be nice. We'll be nice. But a former attendee, this may or may not give it away, played juniors. I think I believe he played the Null, and then he was committed to go to UND, I believe. It was either UND or it was Minnesota, like a sick school. And all of a sudden, week before school, decides to tell his coach, hey, I'm not going, I'm going to Portland. Everyone goes, well, what the hell? They look at it. Well, boom. His dad's been listed as like the regional scout. His uncle has been listed as like the southern, like just another different scout. And rumor has it, I mean, this kid filled his pockets with six digits just to go play in Portland. And he only went and played there for like two or three years. Good career. I moved on to minor pro. I mean, successful goaltender. But dude, I mean, filled his pockets, screwed that school over too. Because yeah, I mean, they said it was less than a week before. And he just dished. Yeah, there is also another guy who may or may not be in the NHL. A very good NHL player. And he may or may not have been getting a percentage of the ticket profits in a certain market. That's pretty sick. I've never heard of that. But uh, I don't know if that's... uh, I think I'd just take the straight signing bonus. A little bit of London Knights style there. Just just, just sign on the paper. They'll, They'll do the rest. Yeah. I love that whole like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna hire your family as scouts, so that's too funny. That's like, oh my goodness, like just give me a break. Junior hockey. Yeah. There's no one else out there that could have done the job. No one else. Actually, I believe he won like one or two championships as well. Yeah. Or at least went to the finals. They're at the Mem Cup in Saskatoon. Oh yeah, he would have been there too, eh? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, is hey, that, yeah, give uh, me some players to watch in the dub this year. Uh, Kirby Doc. Like, who, who are we talking? Like, you know, like best forward, bestie, best goalie. Um, best forward, probably. I was thinking about this. Like, if Phillips comes back, I think Phillips will be the best forward. But even like Bellreve on Lethbridge, he might be there. Um, but I think the three rookies from last year, Krebs, Doc, Cozens, either one of those guys, I'd probably you see geek to go watch isn't it cousins yeah cousins cousins same thing um d-man uh like i think well calfoot if he's still still there or no he's 20 he, he'll be in syracuse um so not him uh d-man probably i think uh ty smith who just signed with the devils he he was the first dub guy taken in the draft or Bowen Byram. So basically anybody who played on the Holinka team should be pretty good. Um, best goalie. 
there's no like stud goalies like a lot of people are on the Nolan Meyer Saskatoon train. A lot of Leafs fans are on the Ian Scott PA Raider train. So I think not a chance. Yeah, I'm not a chance. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything about that. But I think, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Nolan Meyer could be the best goalie this year. What's your thoughts on these teams? I and I keep seeing it more and more, and it, it really makes me scratch my head. Why the hell are teams wasting import spots on some of these European tendies? I mean, I've seen numerous Danish kids sign, and it's like, what the hell? Like it's 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 literally like, have you seen Denmark hockey? Have you seen how their World Junior teams do? Have you seen how these goalies do in the league? They're nothing special. Don't waste your time. Yeah, it's super weird because they took out that rule for a couple of years where. They wanted to develop Canadian goalies, but they must have put it back because, yeah, Brandon drafted a guy who I think he's drafted by Vegas. I don't know his name. He's a goalie. It's kind of fishy how Brandon's part owner is works for Vegas, but oh well. Is that our ending note? This is a 50-minute podcast of absolutely nonsense. The fans love it, though. Yeah, this is a – fans love it. Do we yeah, leave that part in? Believe it then. Of absolute nonsense. Yeah, it's summer. I mean, come on, everyone knows. Like I mean, we're we're scrounging for content. Couple of couple of beauty stories though. Like Adam's put putting in the drinking games. We're just gonna throw a couple of uh, major junior teams under the bus. Coming up, I'm sure we'll we'll talk a little bit more. I've seen some cool stuff on college hockey. Some guys to watch. I think it'll be good to see uh, NHL training camps once the, once those get underway. Start getting some dub playoff game or uh, preseason games. Pardon me. We'll get some more stuff yeah. to talk about. Maybe a few more like preseason blogs going up on the website. Might have to uh, throw some of those up. We'll do a uh, try rip through Twitter. Rip on people more than just for video. We basically, games. just did a fifty-some minute podcast on like where Tommy Wingles and Lance Bowman were playing next year. Shout out Genevieve Servette. <laughs> Genevieve Servette. Switzerland. I bet you it's a nasty place to live, though. Oh, it's probably unreal. You're probably gonna have to Google it. Like, probably like skiing every day, playing in Switzerland. Not bad place. Other than it's like twenty dollars to buy a water. Shitty country to live. It's like Norway prices, garbage. Okay, let's get out of here, though. I gotta get out of here. It's uh, yeah, fifty-five minutes of nonsense. But as always, we appreciate everyone who uh, listens in, and I'll tell you for free the next one. Yep. A lot more exciting. A lot more exciting. Probably, there probably better be guess. some more news in the NHL. Carlson better be traded. More ACLs tour. Yeah, definitely. We will definitely line up some guests. Maybe even a couple of like ex-pro guys. Get some funny stories on. Adam's got a couple of young guns, young buddies. We're actually good at hockey, still playing. I got all the formers, so I just got the funny stories. That's all I'm good for. All right, peace. See ya.